This is Pod With Me. Ready. On this episode, they're dating. But there's one thing he said that was an instant deal breaker. And after the deal breaker, you won't believe what he did next. Get ready, because the pod starts now. He called the manager. He made this huge scene. It was so embarrassing in front of my parents and his son. In my head, I was already kind of like, this isn't feeling the way it should. I kept trying to get intimate, and I kept telling him that I was tired. He grabbed me and said, are you awake down there? Let's get a sound check. Are you ready to pod? here with Janet because Janet just got out of a little toxic relationship here and this is a lesson for everybody out there to listen to who you're dating listen to what they're saying so how are you Janet relieved she is relieved Janet tell me about who you met he's a lot older than you isn't he yes he was about 15 years older than me 15 years older now, there's relationships out there that are, you know, the age has nothing to do with how they're getting along and they've lasted. But also, just because of age doesn't mean that they're going to handle a relationship the way someone that age should. Tell us a little bit of your story. Where did you meet him? We actually met at a um, cooking class. Basically, I was at the cooking class and he just like moved on in and didn't let me speak to anybody else. Wow. He was like your shiny knight in armor at the moment, huh? Not really. I thought he was nice and everything, but I was there to learn how to cook. So I wasn't really thinking about him or what he was saying. <laughs> so so you would say you have to say that his charm was the, the, what drew you in. Plus, you were single. In the, you've been single. So that's probably why as well. Actually, no, I didn't like him when I first met him at all. I was just there to take the class and he kept being kind of like a little bit pushy, you know, because, you know, when a man wants something he goes for it so that's what that's what he was doing and I said oh we can be friends and that's how it kind of started we just became friends okay and then what you started seeing him weekly no I actually maintained a friendship with him for about a year it was just a friendship and I wouldn't see him at a, on a regular basis it was very sporadic COVID came and he lives very close to me and he walks around my house. So one day I met up with him and we just went walking around and we were talking about everything that was going on, you know, just like you would talk to any of your other friends, you know. Did you both have the mask on? Yes. (laughs) And you were like, well, how have you been doing? What's been going on with you? And da, 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 da. And nothing. We just started spending more time together because of COVID, I guess we, we, we knew, I knew that he was not out and about except for walking outside, uh, because he's retired and he doesn't work. So he was usually at home. So I felt more safe spending time with somebody like that than, you know, any, another person that's probably out all the time doing stuff. So nothing. I started spending more time with him and I said, Oh, let me give this person an opportunity. He's so nice. He's, you know, older he's probably more mature and i don't have to deal with a lot of things you usually have to deal with um when you date somebody that's younger you know the the cheating or the the i'm too busy or or that type of thing we we were dating for about three or four months he met my my parents he met my son he was very you know do you need anything can i help you you know bring me roses every 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 week um and i'm very independent so I don't usually ask people for help, but he was, you know, 
insisting so much that I let him help me with certain things that I normally would have had like maybe a handyman help me with. So what did he help you with? He helped me install some lights in my bathroom. He helped me install some lights in my kitchen. Um, he helped me make some shelves for my storage. And uh, when my balcony was done, I had to put the floor that I had put away in the storage. He helped me put that back together. Those are a few things that he helped me do. Okay. So you guys are here dating. You're, you're seeing each other how many times a week? Like two or three times a week. Okay. And you're watching movies. You're, you're ordering in because you, you, nobody can hardly go out because we're in yes. quarantine. And you are just enjoying each other's time and each other's company. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then you have, uh, you know, of course, uh, there was some hanky-panky going on. Well, yes. You enjoy it? Okay. No, it wasn't like what I'm used to. No, I have to say no. All right. It's not because of age. It's just who he is, probably. It's just the chemistry. Yeah, the chemistry was off. All right. But I kept saying, you know, it's the beginning. Maybe I'll grow into it, you know, maybe. Let me, let me give it some time because, you know, sometimes in the beginning things don't click. But then, you know, when you get more comfortable. I think it was because we were in quarantine that you gave him a chance? Probably. Okay. Yeah, because who else are you going to be seeing during if this? If it wasn't quarantine, I would probably be going out with my friends and stuff. I wouldn't really had time probably to hang out with him because I would have been busy like normal and, you know, doing my normal routine, meeting up with friends, going to networking events and all those type of things that normally would take up my time. Yeah, the first red flag was um, we were supposed to have dinner for Thanksgiving at my cousin's house, but her husband caught COVID, so we didn't meet up. And I decided to take my parents to a nice restaurant, and I um, told him that I was doing that if he wanted to be included in the reservation because his son was here from out of town. And he said yes, so when I made the reservation, I made it for all of us. I had a gift card that I wanted to use, and you know it was for like $150, so I said I might as well use it. And uh, he apparently had a gift card as well from the same restaurant. So we decided to go there because it's a nice restaurant. And when the time came to pay, his gift card was not working. So he had told me he had two gift cards and that one he had used and the other one he hadn't. And he kept looking for the other one and he said that, he doesn't understand why that one wasn't working, that it should be working. He called the manager. He made this huge scene. It was so embarrassing in front of my parents and his son. I tried to pay, and he wouldn't let me pay because I don't want to have a scene like that. Yeah, of course, Ronnie. You're in a fancy restaurant. You have your parents there. <laughs> this is the first time they meet this guy? Not the first time, but, you know, one of the first times going out to a public place with him. You, the first time they, they met him was... At his house, he had made dinner for them. This was maybe like the second time. So I was trying to pay. He wouldn't let me. He called the manager over. He made this huge scene. Finally, they just wanted him to stop. And they said, okay, don't worry about it and whatever. He calls me the next day and tells me he had given them the wrong gift card, that he found the right one in his email. And I told him, well, you better call them and go give it to them because, you know, how rude you, you created this whole scene. And, and because they had given him... They, they had allowed him to use the one that was already used. They just didn't want to deal with him anymore because he was creating a scene. I said, you know, now you have to go give them the correct one because you should have given it to them last night. And, you know, they didn't get that money for it. So whatever. That's, that was one red flag.
and it was just like a number of things like that it was always like a drama or 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 something you know about how whatever like in his building he didn't like someone and he was trying to get them out of the out of the had nothing yes. else better to do but to see people in his building and see what they're doing and trying to like cause problems yeah he's always like picking at things and if he doesn't like something he's he's one of those persistent people that doesn't stop until he gets what he wants okay it's too much time in his hands yes. and not happy must be so all right so here you are you're dating and that was the, like you've already been through a couple red flags right and you probably were avoiding the hanky panky maybe because it wasn't that great yeah i would see him but not as often as he wanted to because of course you know he had more time and i had to work and sometimes i would have to come home and continue working when i got home but then you know i started thinking the more time that passes the the worse is getting you know like and i myself knowing how i am if i really wanted to spend time with him i would make time i would have made more time so in my head i was already kind of like this isn't feeling the way it should. The the worst thing that like was the last last final straw is that he did something very disrespectful and rude. He it had to do with hanky panky. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it was a Friday, you know, at the end of the week when you're tired, and I just wanted to relax and watch a movie. And he kept trying to get intimate, and I kept telling him that I was tired. You know, if we could leave it for another time. And he kept on and on and on, like persistent the way he is. He grabbed me and said, are you awake down there? When he said those words, are you awake down there? What went through your mind at that moment? My blood started to boil because first of all, I was already telling him that I was not in the mood, that I was tired. It had been a long week for me. I had been working very late and it was a Friday and I just wanted to relax. He was constantly trying and trying and then he said that and it was so rude and disrespectful i was just i couldn't believe it that he was only thinking about what he wanted and not being considerate to me or how i felt or my needs and as a woman he was disrespectful to me mm -hmm. you don't do that yeah to say that to someone you're trying to get intimate with is just not going to happen if he would have maybe gone about a different way maybe i would have but that way didn't work I was a deal breaker and you know if he would have been smart and tried to romance me in a different way or something maybe I would have learned to have more feelings and and want to be with him or whatever but just the whole way he went about it was totally wrong so nothing I decided that that was it that I wasn't even gonna keep trying because I was I just had it that was that was the last straw so I told him that I didn't want to, in a nice way, I sent him an email explaining how I felt that, you know, I didn't feel that we had a chemistry there, that I have been trying for quite some time. And, um, <clears throat> I mean, he even apologized afterwards. But you told him that that bothered you? I told him that that bothered me, yes. He even apologized and he was so sorry, like he can't believe he did that. But, you know, at that point I didn't really... The apology, I was like, that's fine, don't worry about it. I, we, I, we can still be friends, but I just didn't want to date him anymore. Because I knew, like, if I, like I said before, if I really was so into him, I would have wanted to do those things. I would have wanted to spend more time with him, which I have in the past, but I, I didn't want to. So um, nothing. I told him, you know, he deserved to be with somebody that 
had those feelings for him, that had time for him, that he could spend more time with because he's at a different stage in his life than I am, which is true. After that email, was it well received or <laughs> chaos no, broke loose? No, it was fine. I mean, I called him later. That week, I had like a deadline for something that I had to get done and I didn't have time for him and I didn't want to go see him and I didn't want him to be, you know, calling me, asking me and all, all that stuff. So I sent him the email and then like a day later, I called him and we spoke about it and everything was fine. So for Christmas, he gave me um, some jewelry that were with diamonds, which, you know, was it was a gift that cost a certain amount of money, not that much money. But it costs more than the average amount of money. He kept um, telling everybody how much it cost him. So I guess I can say it was like $3,000 or so. Something around that range. Two weeks go by after we break up. And I get a very nasty email. But he sends me an email telling me how he finds it hard to believe that he gave me this gift and then I broke up with him. Like it's almost like he thought... I don't know what he thought, but... You were a material girl? <laughs> living in this material yeah, world? he basically <laughs> called me a gold digger in the email and said that, you know, he wanted the bracelet back and that we could still be friends. You know, I couldn't believe he was even saying that because I've never had anybody ask me um, to return a gift before. And it's not like I didn't give him gifts. I gave him gifts. I did things for his son, you know... And I never, I, I'm the type of person that I'm a very generous person. And when I do things for people, I don't keep track of what I do. I kind of like forget about it. And anybody that knows me and knows how I am, if I were to tell them that this person said I was a gold digger, they would be like, I can't believe he said that about you. I replied to the email and I said, you know, I have never been so insulted in my life. I've never had anybody like request for me to return anything that they've given me ever. And, you know, I went on saying saying certain things about what he had done that caused me to end the relationship, that that was the reason I ended the relationship because I just couldn't get over what he had done. Plus, you know, the little things of the scenes, you know, those type of embarrassing scenes that I'm not used to either. Like, I'm not used to being around that. Like, I'm used to going somewhere and paying, and that's it. Like, it, I don't I don't wheel and deal. And I'm, you have I'm, manners. I'm not like that. Even when I go purchase something, whatever it costs, I cost it. I'm trying to get a cheaper price or, or, or give, them a, give me a discount. I'm not that type of person. So pretty much I just tell him how I feel about certain things in the email so that he would understand why. I broke up with him. And mind you, even after we broke up, I still invited him to go out to dinner with me and my parents because we were trying to stay as friends and I didn't want him to feel bad. So I was keeping my word saying that I was trying to keep the friendship. It's not that I didn't like him as a person. I just didn't want to date him anymore because mm -hmm. of what he did. Um, and I had invited him also to very nice events like fundraisers at nice places it's not like i never invited him to anything I, I invited him to things i bought him things i bought him a you know something for his couch it's not like he was doing everything for me and i did nothing for him no it was it was balanced he just happened to give me this expensive gift which honestly if i was a man i wouldn't give that gift to someone right away in the beginning of a relationship i would wait for having it be like a one-year anniversary or something like more that. concrete yeah so 
Again, I did not specifically ask for any jewelry. I just said jewelry in general. So he's the one that chose the gift. Mm -hmm. So now the chaos begins. Yes, the chaos begins over the bracelet. I did not care about the stupid bracelet. I didn't intend to keep the bracelet. I was going to always return it to him. But I wanted to prove a point and let him know that that's bad manners, that you don't do that, that if you're going to give a gift, it has to be something that you know you're not going to want to bat it back, and that I didn't keep track of things when I give it to people. So he replies even worse this time, like telling me a whole bunch of personal things that I had told him about me, you know, and how I I uh, am this type of person and I'm a gold digger and this and that and and you know that he did all these things for me like drive me to my son's game once he drove me to my son's game because I told him I was tired he offered to drive me and I said okay how he helped me um, do the things in my apartment and I never paid him I was not aware that I was supposed to pay him. He never implied for me to pay him when he offered to help me. I mean, like I told you before, normally I just would have purchased the lights and called my handyman and told him to install it for me and I would pay my handyman. But this is the person that I'm dating who's offering me. And it's not like I asked him. He was being persistent and offering me to do things for me all the time. So I... I felt like, okay, I'll I'll let you do it because I felt like it also had gave him something for him to do and he made him feel good to help me. So I said, okay, but normally I would have just done it myself. And um, he threw all those things in my face and the birthday gifts he, he gave my son, which was like, I don't even know, a gift card, which wasn't that expensive. The Christmas gift he gave my son, which was a backpack. I was like, do you want me to pay you for it? Because, I mean, I don't understand why you're throwing this in my face. I don't understand wh what this is, you know. So nothing. So you I, put a rule. You did a rule for the bracelet to get it back, right? You did like Yes, I told him that I was busy because, you know, I have things with my child and school and his activities and work that I could give it to him on a certain day that week that I would give it to him. I was like, I didn't even know what to say. At this point... I don't even trust him anymore because he's acting like crazy. You know, he's not reasoning. I don't know if he's getting things told to him by somebody else. I don't, I really don't know. I proceed to tell him that I don't have any intention of keeping the, the thing, the jewelry. I myself could purchase the jewelry myself if I really wanted something like that. Then I have an intention to give it back to him, but... I want him to sign a release waiver because the options that he gave me to return it were through either returning it through one of two of my friends or FedEx. Two of the friends that he had met before. That he's met that, that are my friends, that are my friends. I told him I did not want to involve other people in this, that this is ridiculous, that we're adults, and I just want to return the bracelet. I want him to sign a release waiver saying that he's responsible for it and he's going to leave me alone. He apparently says he doesn't want to see me and that these are the only ways that he he wants me to return it. And I'm like, "Well, how are you how are you going to sign it if I if I can't see you sign it? Like, 
and I don't want to involve my friends because they don't have any reason to be involved. He proceeds to email and text my friends, each of them. One of my friends, the girl, she doesn't respond to him. And she tells me that, you know, he's been texting her, but she doesn't respond. My male friend calls me and wants to know what's going on because none of them know what's going on because I haven't even really had time to tell them anything that's happened. So they didn't even know what was going on. And um, I tell him the whole story. And I and he was very nice and, and he said, you know, if whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. If you want me to get involved, I'll help you. And I said, no, I don't want you to get involved. You don't need to get involved. Uh, besides, I don't want you to be responsible for the jewelry because who knows what he'll do if you have it and something happens. You know, I don't want yeah, it. I would have just come out filming with your video camera I and give it to him. It, well, that's what some people said. He didn't want to see me, apparently. He, did, he didn't want to deal with me. Who came into the picture and helped you? So finally, um, I asked my mother because she's my family. Oh, he even called my cousin's wife. He, he called or sent an email to what he thought, which I don't know if it's true or not, was her email, but it was her boss's email. So her boss saw the email and went to her and said, what is this? And she was like, I don't know. That's not my cousin's number. It was a text message. And she called the number and it was him. And she couldn't even remember who he was because she only met him one time. And um, she told him, that's my boss's phone. I don't know why you're sending him anything. And he then apologized and said he was sorry. And he started telling her what was going on. But how would he find the boss's number? This is so crazy. Because I had invited him to a fundraiser at the Biltmore. And he went and I guess they exchanged numbers because my cousin works in a place that they do investments and stuff. So it makes sense that he would have maybe gotten his number. I was very embarrassed, not only because he did that, but then he proceeded to contact her boss after speaking to her when he knew that was his number and told him not to do business with me because I was a horrible person. So not only is he acting immature, irrational, he's, um, he's you know, making me look bad. Is it def def defamation? Of defamation of character, which is illegal. He did all this the day that I was going to give him the jewelry later that day. So I don't know why he kept on and on and on creating this like whole chaos and scene like he always does when he wants something his way. So I asked my mom to please call him that I would drive her to to his lobby of his building if she could please exchange it for me. And she said she would. And it finally got done. And it was like such a pain because that day we were all so busy. My son had to do homework. You know, I had to, you know, stop everything just to, you know, do this because he wanted it done at that moment. Instead of being patient and waiting. And you even granted it. You did it. Uh, yeah. I, and if it would have been me doing it personally myself, I could have gotten it done a lot earlier. But did he say anything to your mom when she turned in the bracelet? Well, um... He started to say something to her, but she was like, no, I just want you to sign the paper, please. Like, she didn't want to hear it. She was kind of like, she couldn't believe it either, how, how he behaved. That day, she even lost the keys to her house because she was so... Um, Afterwards? 
she left them on my table in my in my house because I guess she was just like. And she couldn't find them, so she had to return to get those keys? No, she had an extra set, thank God, in her ah. purse. All right, so has he bothered you anymore? Not so far. Hopefully that'll stay that way. All right. What advice do you have for all those women out there? See these red flags in the beginning and ignore them. You always have to follow your initial gut about someone. My initial gut was at the... Um, cooking class was this person is so pushy he just was like a leech and he wouldn't leave me alone you can tell by your initial gut feeling always how how it is it's just it never fails you you can get you can talk to yourself in your head and try to convince yourself oh let me see or give yourself a chance or give this person a chance but you always go with your initial gut feeling I don't know about you but sometimes even with with girlfriends you know women when I meet them, I either like them or I don't like them. They're just the initial gut feeling, and I'm usually right, right on every single time. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Maybe someone's dealing with something like this, and, and before it gets out of hand, they will take care of it. Thank you, Janet. And Janet, one more thing. Don't, don't fall, fall off, off the pod. pod. That's a wrap. Hey, podheads. You can listen to the pod on any podcast app. And if you want to get a little bit <clears throat> more personal, you can download our app. That's right, the pod has its very own app. And if you made it this far, that means I don't have to say, don't fall off the pod. If I don't have to say it, why did I say it? Can somebody credit? <laughs>